Donald, I want to be a cowboy, baby. Cerrone versus Justin. Just punch me in the mouth. Gaethje, fight prediction. Dun, dun, dun. Hey, guys. Fight Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys, you can hit me up on Twitter, at FightJunkie.com. Listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, basically anywhere you can find a podcast. I'll be there. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash FightJunkie2006. Justin Gaethje, 20 wins, 2 losses. Elvis, 20 wins, 17 by KO, TKO, 1 by sub, 2 by decision. Both as losses inside the distance. Dono, Cowboy, Cerrone, 36 wins, 12 losses. Elvis, 36 wins, 10 by KO, TKO, 17 by sub, 9 by decision. Elvis, 12 losses, 5 by KO, TKO, 1 by sub, 6 by decision. Currently, Cerrone sits as a plus 170 underdog. Gaethje is minus 200. That is a straight line. We'll go, won't go five full rounds. Won't go minus six. We'll go four to one. Fight is a draw, 95 to one. Cerrone wins inside, plus 230. Gaethje wins inside, minus 150. Cerrone wins by decision, plus 750. Gaethje wins by decision, plus 710. Obviously, you can tell from the lines that the under is favored. That makes a lot of sense. It actually opened a lot lower. It was minus 300. It's 6 to 7, depending on your book. That's a significant amount of money and or the books are artificially moving the line. By that, I mean a little bit of money comes in and they adjust the line quickly simply because they are afraid of the action that's coming in out of it. A lot of times you see that online, not so much in Vegas, but a lot of times online, that's what you see. A little bit of money can move the line a lot, and that's simply because they are trying to limit their risk. Obviously, this is an exciting matchup on paper. You've got two good strikers that on paper will probably just stand there and bang it out. Cerrone throws a little bit of wrinkle into the striking game where he's not the best mover, but he has movement. He has a little bit of mobility there. I think for Justin, he's going to have to close the distance, and I think Cerrone will probably box a little bit. I think he's going to put a little movement in there, and he's going to try to give angles. He's going to try to walk Justin into stuff, which isn't very difficult. We all know that Gaethje has a very porous defense. Uh, He's been stopped in both of his losses. I always talk about the the fact that a lot of fighters don't have the sweet science and not not being able to get hit. And it's exciting to watch Justin, but we've already seen that he's been stopped twice before. He gets hit a lot. I don't think his durability is going to increase as he gets older, as his fight career goes longer. And at some point in time, when you rely on your chin and your durability, you see what happens as you get older, as you take more abuse. That durability goes away and then you're not able to be as effective in your fighting style because it basically relied around taking abuse. You've seen that from the old guys, Tank Abbott, Chuck Liddell, Diego Sanchez. At some point that durability goes and you start to take a beating or you just go and spark out. And it affects your entire style because that style is built around, yes, landing your offense, but because you haven't put in the work to learn defense and avoid some of those punches, as it basically put on how much can I 
take. I'll take two punches to land one. I'll take three punches to land two. I'll take four punches to land three. This type of stuff is exciting to watch, but it doesn't speak for a very long career. And usually when they go, they go in spectacular fashion. Like you've already seen Gaethje's two losses. When he goes, he goes. It's exciting to watch. Even when he loses, it's exciting to watch. But... As far as career goes, it wouldn't be what I would recommend for most fighters to do. But hey, if it works, it works. Use it for as long as you can. But don't expect that that type of style is going to create longevity over the course of a career. It just doesn't. It's been proven not only in MMA but boxing for a long time that you need to have a little bit of defense there. You need to take a little steam off those shots. You need to learn to roll with punches. You have to have some type of ability if you want to have a longer career and still be able to talk after your career is over. You need to have some type of defense uh, built into your fighting style. And Justin talks about that, and there is some wrestling there. And I know a lot of people were mentioning maybe in this fight he goes to his wrestling. The issue here is Cerrone is a far better grappler. He may not be a better wrestler, but he's a far better grappler than Justin. Justin may be able to take him down easily, but you have to survive on the ground with Cerrone. I don't think that would be plan A for Justin. In my opinion, if it happened, it would be because he was getting outstruck on the feet. And he had to pull something out of his hat. So he would go to wrestling and try to test his ability with Cerrone on the ground. That's not a good idea in my opinion. I would favor Cerrone in a grappling match. I don't expect that to happen. I think more often than not, Justin is going to go out in a shield. He's going to try to outstrike you and knock you out. Or at the same time, he's willing to stand in there and take his licking and potentially get knocked out himself. With Cerrone, he's going to try to create that distance. I think Justin's leg kicks are big, big, big. Not only in this fight, but in honestly, in his fighting style. He's much better when he's uh, able to land those leg kicks. He's much more effective with the pressure he puts on. It opens up his punches a lot better than when he just walks forward with just basic boxing and getting hit in the face. The leg kicks are not only brutal for the physicality of it and taking the opponent's leg out, but in this case, especially with Cerrone, it's going to limit his mobility. It's going to limit Uh, how well he's able to move around and I think Justin wants a firefight I think Justin wants to get Cerrone into the pocket and then just let it go and whoever's going to win is going to win I think that's why you see the under getting so much money or or even if the books are artificially moving it it's moving the line is moving and that's because Gaethje has already mentioned that inspiring a long time ago uh, cowboy knocked him out Nobody should be be surprised by that. Even if you like Justin in this fight, the fact of the matter is he gets hit a lot. Any guy that gets hit a lot has the ability to get knocked out, especially when you're talking about somebody like Cowboy. Granted, he's coming off his loss with Ferguson, but as far as striking goes, he's got eight points, and he uses them all fairly well, and he's proven. I mean, even if you look at the Ferguson fight, he made a huge mistake with blowing his nose and his eye blew up. I know a lot of people thought maybe he was trying to get out of the fight, but if you look at his actual reaction, and I watched it live, he was very stunned when his eye blew up like that. Sometimes it's just habit. Sometimes it's instinct. I don't think he did it to get out of the fight. He His reaction of when his eye blew up was 
genuine and the fact of the matter is it looked bad so imagine how it felt to him his face probably felt like a basketball at that point and he realized at that point oh I made a mistake and I think that's what it was it's just instinctive he's in a battle obviously he's got damage there it's uncomfortable he blew his nose and that's what happened I mean he is a vet he should have known better he said that after the fight but you know shit happens and I think that was just the case there had that not happened Again, I thought Tony was going to beat him heading into that fight. I did a podcast on that. A lot of it surrounded the fact that Cerrone is inconsistent, guys. He really is. Like, forget the Ferguson fight. Prior to that, he talked about that Ally Aquinta fight where he couldn't just get his engine revving. He said he was backstage getting ready. He just couldn't get it, just couldn't get going. And he actually said that Al could have knocked him out in the first round if he would have just pressured him, if he would have just jumped on him. He said it took him that entire first round. He just could not get the juices flowing. And that's the thing with Cerrone. Nobody ever questions his talent. Nobody even questions his grit, right? He's an old dog. You've seen him perform extremely well and win fights he wasn't supposed to win. And then other times, he's just flat as a pancake. And I think a lot of it is just mental. I don't know what it is with the guy, but sometimes he just isn't on. And now you get a guy like Justin Gaethje and you're not on, it's over one round, two rounds. You're not going to make it, man. If you're not on mentally against Justin Gaethje, you're going to lose that fight. So that's one thing you have to worry about if you're taking Cerrone here. You hope he's on. You hope his mindset is right. You hope the engine is, you know, revving how it should and all the cylinders are working, but you just never know with the cowboy. Sometimes he comes in and he's totally flat. Other times it looks like he's got a resurgence going on and he's going to make a run for the title. Very, very strange. But that's what makes it so difficult to back Cerrone. And it makes one of the more difficult challenges in capping his fights even betting against him. Because you can see when he's on, it's a different Cerrone. And when he's off, it's a totally different Cerrone. So I can see why a lot of people are just going, oh, wait a minute here. Stylistically, they match up. They're going to slug out. Somebody's going to get knocked out. I'm just going to take the under. I think that probably does happen. I think the under probably cashes. I think it's too high right now. If you got it at three, yeah, you can make a case for that. Six and seven, you're getting ridiculous. I mean, I think it does probably end before five, but we've seen crazier things happen. So you're taking a bit a bit of a, a leap of faith there that you're going to get a return on your six or seven to one investment. Um, when you're looking at how these guys win, I think for Justin, it's going to be inside. I don't think he has the style really to win on the cards. If he's able to get in close and able to touch Donald, you would figure he would probably be able to stop him at some point. And really, if you're looking at the other side, you got Cerrone. You could say he could move around a box a little bit. But Justin gets hit so much that even that is a little bit of a stretch to say Cerrone would just outbox him for five rounds. Sometimes Cerrone does that. Sometimes he kind of goes through the motions again. Is that a mental thing? Is it a strategic game plan thing? Sometimes he just touches and touches and does what he needs to do to win the rounds. But with Justin, he's going to pressure and he gets hit so much I think Cerrone wouldn't be able to just pity pat him I think Cerrone would have to put some juice on his shots I think with Dustin uh, Justin being right in his face 
and Donald throwing that type of power again, eight limbs all over the place in the clinch. Uh, there's a lot of places where he can hit Justin cleanly. I think it would probably be the same way for Donald Cerrone when it's probably going to go inside. I think that's why you see the fight won't go. And then if you're looking at both guys inside, you have uh, Gaethje wins inside at minus 150. And then Cerrone wins inside at 230. But if you look at their other props, their decision props, um, both of those guys are over 7-1 to one to win by decision. So the books agree that somebody is going to get knocked out. There's been a little bit of money on Gaethje wins inside, but it's basically back to where it opened. It opened somewhere right around minus 140. I think if you're looking at these guys, that's how you look at them. You look at them inside. I think uh, stylistically, the way they match up, even if Cerrone tries to throw the wrinkle in there and box, it's just uh, Justin's going to make him fight. He's going to make him hit him. As crazy as that sound, Justin is going to force Donald Cerrone to throw with significant amounts of power, significant amount of accuracy to keep him off of him. If he can't do that, Justin's going to be right on top of him. Now, Cerrone is good in the clinch. So just because Justin gets in close doesn't mean Cerrone can't fight that type of fight and can't even win that type of fight. But we know that Cerrone likes to set things up more than Justin as far as the outside goes. He likes to move around a little bit more and run his opponent into shots where Justin mainly uses the leg kicks and then he comes forward again. Late kicks are a big part of the game plan and career of Justin, but it's very important in this fight. I think he needs to chop those legs out from Donald Cerrone. That's going to allow him to slow Cerrone down. He's going to be adding the physical damage, but more importantly, he's going to be able to get inside, and then that's where he needs to be. Listen, if he can't win this fight inside, he can't win. He has to close the distance. He has to get in close. He has to get into that power punching range that he likes to be at. And he has to try to knock Donald Cerrone out. Cerrone has a little bit more tools in the toolbox. But in the end, he's still going to have to land punches on Justin. And like I said, Justin is going to force him to fight. He's going to force him to land significant hard punches on him. Otherwise, he's going to steamroll him. He's going to absolutely wreck him. And I think Donald knows that. And if he doesn't know that, he's going to know it right away. And that that's what I'm talking about back to that inconsistency. If he's not right, he's going to know it and he's going to be knocked out and that's going to be the end of it. But if he's right, he's going to have to make that adjustment, kind of like you saw. And the young the young cat talked a bunch of smack against him, Alexander Hernandez. In that first round, Alexander Hernandez came out with some serious pressure. And it looked to me like Cerrone might fold. It looked to me like he was very uncomfortable. And then all of a sudden, he just bit down on the mouthpiece and he went to war. And he couldn't, Alex couldn't handle it. When Cerrone stood his ground and went to war, he couldn't handle it. Justin's a little bit of a different beast here. He's more proven than Alexander Hernandez, and this is what he likes to do. That's how he likes to fight. Is it exciting? Yeah. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous. We've seen that. He's lost two of his fights doing that, but that's just the way he fights. So for Cerrone, if he gets caught up in that, it actually plays right into Justin's hands. Even if Justin 
was getting smacked around. Even if he's getting hurt, that's the way Justin likes to fight. And that's the way he likes to win his fights. So I can see why Justin is the favorite. I think when you're matching this up stylistically and you look at some of the issues Donald has in the past, I know a lot of people say, you know, uh, pressure, 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 and Cerrone will break. But you have to have some skill and you have to deliver that correctly as well. Like I said, Alexander Hernandez pressured. Al tried to pressure. He's got a very, very low fight IQ, so I don't like to use... Ally Aquinta and a lot of examples because the guy's fight fight IQ is one of the worst I've ever seen. But look at Perry. Perry pressured again. Stupid mistake. Took him down. You saw what happened there. But you have you have to apply it in a correct way. You have to you have to have some skills with that. And I think Justin does have skills. His leg kicks are a big big key, as I mentioned before. But the fact of the matter is, Cerrone is gonna have to fend him off. It doesn't matter if Justin doesn't throw the leg kicks. It doesn't matter if he just walks forward and eats Donald Cerrone's punches. The fact of the matter is, at some point. Cerrone is going to have to bite down on the mouthpiece and he's going to have to fight Justin off. The question is, how long can he do it? Can he get Justin before Justin gets him? That's really what this fight is about, is who is going to get who first. I think in a firefight type of fight, you have to favor Justin, even though his defense is far worse than Donald Cerrone's. It really is. It really becomes a question of, do you think he's a little bit more durable? Do you think that he's going to be able to implement his game plan and get Cerrone? before Cerrone can get him I think when you're looking at the odds and obviously you're looking at the under and then when you're looking at their props uh, the books say yes Justin's going to be able to implement the game plan and get Cerrone before Cerrone gets him and I think going off of everything you've seen recently of the two I think that's probably the way that it plays out Justin is coming off a nice one against Barboza you just saw him go with Felder and a nice three-round action fight a lot of people think Barboza won that Justin took him out in one you see uh uh, Cowboy coming off the Ferguson fight again even though he was stopped via the eye and the doctor stoppage you could see the way that fight was going I don't think Cerrone was going to win that fight and when you look at the style of Justin you can see how it's going to give problems for Cerrone I think it will give problems for Cerrone even if Cerrone ends up winning the fight. I think at some point you're going to see him in trouble. You're going to see him face adversity. And the question becomes, do you think he can ride out that adversity? Do you think he can overcome it? Sometimes he's been able to. Other times he hasn't been. When you're talking about cold or cash and you're betting, for me that's a difficult proposition. It's difficult for me to back a guy when you don't know how he's going to show up, when you don't know if he's going to perform. That's why I think in this fight you probably take Justin. I think you only take him inside. And I think at the end of the night you're going to have some nice exchanges. You're going to have some nice... Uh, combination punches from both guys I think you're going to have both guys have a little bit of success here and there but I wouldn't anticipate like a super long fight in all honesty again if Cerrone isn't on he could be out of there in a, in a round if he is on I still think he faces adversity adversity simply because of the way Justin fights and he's mentally tough in that regard he's willing to walk through hell and fire to try to take you out and he understands the risk he understands that Cerrone's going to be firing back at him he understands that Cerrone's going to try to head kick him right until you know the night sky 
but he's okay with that. And that's what I'm saying about this mental toughness here. And you're looking at physical toughness. And you have to favor Justin in that regard. I think ultimately he'll probably get it done. I think he'll probably stop Cerrone. But in the end, I expect it to be a really nice action-packed fight for as long as it lasts. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will sock it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.